listening to the Cars of Carlisle podcast, episode 001, where spring has sprung. Today, we're going to tell you all about Spring Carlisle, the swap meet, the car corral, and the highly anticipated auction. Coming to you from our studios in Carlisle, PA, 17013 is the zip. It's Darren. And Holly. Just want to thank you for those that are first-time listeners. Well, this is our first time, too. And we are... This is episode one, so we're going through this together. But in all seriousness, for those that have listened to our intro show and are back for the 001 show, please continue on. We're going to have this as a weekly update and want you to be part of this extended Carlisle family, no matter where you are in the country or the world. Carlisle, Pennsylvania welcomes you. With that, just want to take a few minutes to tell you about the Spring Carlisle show. It will be from Wednesday, April 18th through Sunday, the 22nd of April. It's uh, going to be one of the, the, the best shows yet. In fact, uh, prices are on the website for Carlisle, Carlisle events with uh, admission being $12 up from Wednesday to Saturday and 7 on Sunday. You heard me talk last episode about uh, starting to come to the car show from a ripe old young age of 7. And uh, anyone under the age of 12 actually gets in free. But get, getting past the gates, let's talk a little bit about the show itself. You are going to see one of the top five swap meets in, in the entire world. Nearly everything that you could hope to find will be there. And with that, uh, 100,000 collector car and classic automotive enthusiasts will be walking the 150-acre fairgrounds, of which 80 acres of that is dedicated just to the manufacturer's midway, the swap meet, and uh, all of the, the vendors that have truly everything that you could, uh, could think of. Uh, it's been said that someone could go there and build a car from scratch, literally nearly every part available for most makes and models uh, could be built. So it sounds like, if you don't mind my asking, yeah, right. does it uh, sort of liken itself to a flea market of sorts for car enthusiasts? It is, and that's that's one of the, the neat things about this process is uh, Holly's first car show season will be this year, and you'll be seeing this from the first uh, from the ground up essentially. But yeah, it really is. It's it's vendors that will come in from all over the country, and and of course other countries as well, setting up for those uh, those five days, and and with that, um, they will have everything under the sun. Now, most 80% of the items sold have to be automotive related, but there can be things from t-shirts to dog tags to you name it. But the key part of all of it is everyone there absolutely loves cars, four wheels, trucks, motorcycles, anything with an engine, anything that makes sound and goes. Uh, The different walks of life and all the different backgrounds of people, that's what makes it fascinating. That's what this podcast is about. It's truly about the people behind it all. And we're excited to bring that to you. And, and when you're coming to Carlisle, or in, let's say you come back for multiple shows, or it's the off season, we want you to listen each and every week and feel connected to your home away from home. This is your automotive uh, home base, essentially. So I had no idea all the things that they would do at this show, but I saw this one thing that I thought was interesting. It's the Armo well, Product question, Showcase. Actually, I guess Armo stands for Automotive, Automotive mm-hmm. Restoration right Market Batman. Organization. It's, that's it. Can you tell me and others a little bit about who they are the and what they do? The whole restoration industry and the business around that. They want to be able to exhibit and show the very latest and greatest, the best 
in the products for car restoration. It is a very big industry, a great business, and they want to make sure that uh, their fans are seeing the highest quality uh, items available. So it sort of goes hand in hand then with the swap meet. So if you're coming and you're a car restoration nut, you would kind of want to see both the swap meet where you can go mm -hmm. and get parts to help rebuild whatever you're working on now. But then you also want to go to this Armo showcase to see what's the latest and greatest in restoration. Exactly. Okay, got it. And because of that, it's the great way to bridge technology and parts that are 40, 50, 60, 70 years old with new technology that can be retrofitted into vehicles of various eras and, and decades, but yet has the safety, the reliability of modern day equipment. Awesome. That's great insight. So what about, I know uh, on the last episode, the big thing you really loved as a kid was the car corral. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, the car corral is featured and what that has is under both grandstands and out in the open and all up along the, the field hill, you will see vehicles from all eras from the 20s, the 30s, all the way up to modern day or late model vehicles. If you're looking to buy a great vehicle, say for under four or $5,000, this car corral is one of the, the best places to actually take a look. You're looking for that second driver, maybe an all-wheel drive vehicle for next winter, whatever it might be. But also, if you're looking for that classic, the car that you had in high school, the car that you dreamed of, the, the muscle car that you always envied, that's also going to be available. And ranging from American muscle to imports to exotics, it is truly a, a true showcase of some of the best uh, available out there and the nice thing too is you'll have a chance to go up meet the owners they usually have uh, a fold-out chair behind their car or they're in the area they'll sometimes leave their cell phone number on the windshield give them a call talk with them or maybe they'll be at the vehicle it's great to just if nothing else to get to know other car people to learn the history there's a story behind every vehicle you'll find out how they came to own that vehicle uh, what it went through the, the blood, sweat, and tears they put into the restoration itself. Just fascinating to me to know the stories behind each of the vehicles. Great. And then I know the last thing that um, we were going to cover too is, is the car auction. Mm -hmm. But I think we're going to cover that in more detail in our 002 episode. We are. But we you want to give everybody just a little insight? The spring auction, which is just across the street from the main gate, will be running from Thursday the 19th of April through Saturday the 21st of April. There's going to be quite a, a wide array of car consignments this year. I was looking over the, the catalog, everything from a 69 Chevy Camaro pace car, uh, there was a, an amazing looking 69 Ford Bronco, there was a 71 Harley Davidson uh, semi survey car, tricycle, a 73 Chevy Camaro Z28, even a 1970 Honda US90. So one of the very first ATCs, as they called it, an all-terrain cycle. This one in, in Honda blue, but uh, wow. not the standard Honda red. But again, fascinating uh, pieces of history, if you will. And the nice thing is they're going to be available for sale. Some have uh, reserves, others do not. They'll be going across the block over the, uh, the various days of the, the auction. In our 002 show, be sure to look for that and download. And I'll be talking with Ron Kuhn, the auction logistics manager, about what, what it takes to put the show on, as well as some of the consignments, and we'll be reporting on those in our post-wrap-up show 003. 
Nice. So would you say the auction is the biggest draw? No, I would say the, the truly you'll find more people over on the fairgrounds itself okay. to come in to buy the parts. There, for those that have been there before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It rings familiar. For those that have never been, you can hire people with golf carts or mini bikes, um, even young kids with, with wagons for hire that can haul your fenders and your larger, heavier parts out to wherever your vehicle is parked out on the lettered streets of Carlisle or in any of the uh, local residents that open up their, their front lawns and back lawns for visitors to park. Parking is actually well handled and uh, with that for anywhere from seven, eight, ten dollars you should be able to park relatively close when I mean that by that really anywhere from a four or five hundred meter walk to a quarter mile. But it, for the most part it is a um, town engaged event and you will be able to uh, find parking food lodging it's all it's all here that's one thing i do know we welcome everyone for the car shows every year that's a big feature for us absolutely so. it's a big plus for this carlisle area it's awesome so one of the things i wanted to talk about is something that what? i thought was you're gonna talk about the good weather in fact we had 86 degrees today <laughs> i wasn't going to okay well go ahead didn't mean to interrupt you I got to tell you, Darren, hearing you talk about all these different things that are happening at the event, it really feels overwhelming because I know there's stuff that I'm going to cover here in just a second, too, that's outside of of the main events. And um, it is it's like an, it feels like an amusement park for car lovers. That's that- that's a fair. That's actually a really good analogy. It, it is. It's a bit of a mecca. People schedule their vacation time around this. They'll, oh they'll schedule. Uh, their businesses and, and what have you around this to some is is massive it is what they look forward to all year long the vendors work hard throughout the winter to prepare for these events it's like it reminds me of growing up in charlotte with nascar that's a good point nascar yeah. was always such a big draw and mm-hmm. people would like you said take vacations around coming down for the week of the race and stay and do everything in the area and right. go to the garages for the drivers and meet and greets and all that stuff so it is it is just it's a hop in place and a shout out to lance miller bill miller and the entire carlo events team in the sense that in order to make this happen they work around the year 12 months a year to all the logistics all the planning all the marketing all the preparation it is i was just there yesterday stopping by the main front office and uh noticed they have they're putting out the hundreds and hundreds of blue barrel garbage cans that are familiar oh to gosh, everyone yeah. that's been there. It's starting to really feel like car show time. It, yeah. The fairgrounds themselves are really shaping up. You see vendor tents going up. There's a lot of activity. Everybody's out of the office and not working. It's happening. And 2018's here. We're right on the cusp of it. That's awesome. One of the things I read about that that really struck my fancy was uh, Sparks for Barks. Oh, t- yeah. T- it was um, this guy, Steve Mercurio. I guess he has 30 years of experience in metal, metal fabrication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so he's going to show off some of his techniques for free while, while he's there. Um, and he's going to be taking donations for pet food. And it's going to benefit the Sperenza Animal Rescue. Um and he's actually going to have adoptable dogs on I did site, that, yeah. which is really, really cool. So I loved the, the heart aspect Absolutely. of that. 
that's actually taking place on the main stage. So if you want to participate in that or check out some cute puppies while you're there. Well, we know we're going to stop. because Definitely, yes. Cars and dogs are definitely hot on my list. <laughs> um, and then, of course, one of the other things I specifically wanted to mention was the Women's Oasis. Um, for any women or for you husbands that might be bringing your wife just to give them some peace of mind that they don't have to tag along if they don't want to. But there is uh, vendors that are specifically targeting women that are going to be set up in the women's oasis. These are things that you may not have heard of, but make notes so you can let your wife know. But 31 Gifts, A Touch of Country, Mary Kay, Avon, Pampered Chef, Tastefully Simple, Silpata. Those are just a few, I think maybe half of the vendors that are going to be there. So there's a ton of, of vendors that are there. And um, I really like that they're trying to appeal to a varied audience and understanding who they're they're talking to. Um, and then as you guys get into this podcast longer with us, you'll see that we have great ideas for other things that you can do in town too. So if you don't even want to go to the fairgrounds one day, so if you're coming here for your whole vacation and maybe one of you wants to go to the fairgrounds and one of you doesn't every day, then we have some ideas of things you can do and places to see that are really cool and unique to Carlisle. So we want to make sure we share that with you. That's a good point, Holly. In fact, as we continue to build out our website, carsofcarlisle.com, we will add those types of features out there so that you have uh, some background and some reference. Also, as part of the carsofcarlisle.com project and the, the podcast, we are currently on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, patreon.com forward slash Cars of Carlisle. What we're going to be doing is, while we're at the shows, we're going to be taking some photos, having some interviews with uh, both owners and behind-the-scenes individuals, and we want to be able to put some of this exclusive content on Patreon for our, our true supporting and sponsoring members, because this is a, a member-supported program. For sure. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that I was kind of surprised to see that they're having a worship service. Uh, um, good point. That's actually happening uh, at 9 a.m. in the grandstand, and it's just a non-denominational um, service that's led by the Salvation Army, and I really like that they're uh, reaching out and you know, making sure that we all feel fulfilled in every way while you're here at the car show. So good point. that was really cool, too. Absolutely. Great point on that. And then, last yes. but not least, give it to me. The food court. Okay. So new this year is the Market Cross Pub and Tiki Bar. If a beer just won't do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's one of our local favorite places for folks to go, and they're going to be there this year at the at the car show. Um, and then you have your typical fair that'll be served by the Carlisle High School, High School Band. Um, the football boosters, Boy Scouts, as well as other franchise and local favorites. So, you know, again, as Darren mentioned earlier, we're so grateful to everybody that comes to town and spends their time here with Absolutely. us. And if you feel like giving back to the community and supporting some of the local organizations and the folks that help support this event, um, feel free to go by and pick up a, a little bit of French fries or some wings or whatever you want. So, yeah. Very valid point. And, and we hope that we don't let a single episode go by without thanking each of you. Truly, we're doing this for fellow car fans. We want to make sure that Carlisle is, continues to be a welcoming place and that no matter where you are on the globe traveling into Carlisle, Pennsylvania, that you feel like this is a bit of Carlisle 
or Carlisle being a bit of home away from home. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, activities, as Holly said, happening, and we only see the area continuing to grow and expand, and that is thanks to all of the fans, the supporters, the vendors, and to you, our listeners. We truly, genuinely are blessed to have you be part of our, our journey. Holly, talking about uh, the vendors and, and, of course, the food and what have you, made me think, for me, and you, you know I've been coming since I was a young guy, seven, eight years old, but since living in this area, since uh, age of 14, some of my best memories are my dad and uncles that would come in from Pittsburgh and, and other parts of the state and, and uh, local friends. We would all meet at the local farmer's market really early in the morning, especially for a uh, high school kid getting up at 6.30 on a day off. always was uh, so early, but we would go in, we would have, we'd order these big breakfast typical greasy spoon type things with these egg casseroles or extra bacon and the whole nine yards and and the cool thing was is it was just a great time to hang out with the guys and and to catch up on how things had been sometimes we hadn't talked since the the winter and uh, maybe the holidays and it was just so much fun to know that I had that time with my dad he uh, he really helped fuel my passion for cars and I always always will cherish those memories of car shows with him and it all started with my favorite meal of the day and just with breakfast and and uh everybody's just excitement blossoming over what they were going to find on the car show like a holiday it is it's it's all to hunters of course opening season and what have you for car fanatics this spring and and fall shows along with of course the the specialty shows but it's uh it's pretty magical it's fun that's awesome. I'm so glad you shared that. And that was something you guys would do every year. It would be. Yeah, we looked forward to it. We'd plan it. And uh, it's, again, memories that can never be taken. Uh, great times with my father. That's awesome. Okay, Darren, so here's the important question. So I know I'm fortunate enough to go with a seasoned expert to this event. And you're going to know all the ins and outs. I don't have to worry about where to park and what to do and what I need to remember to take. So why don't you give them, give the listeners a little bit of your tips on the things to not forget and how to prepare best for the show in case this is their first time and they don't get to go with you. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, one of the things that uh, you may not read on any particular website is Carlisle at this time of year, especially in April, can be a little bizarre weather. So I would say... Dress in layers, bring sunglasses, bring a hat, um, wear, like I said, multiple layers, maybe even a a rain uh, coat or have something with you in a backpack. But without a doubt, as you'd imagine, with 150 acres to cover, everyone will be doing a lot of walking. So I I always make sure that if I get boots, that I break them in, um, that I have sturdy shoes because it it can be muddy, it can be some ruts and things. Uh, they do a great job of maintaining the grounds, but just need to be prepared. So new shoes wouldn't be a good idea. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't They'll get those. dirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. So I would say you want to dress accordingly. Also, too, it's great. I mean, not, certainly now with cell phones and texting, it's easy to find your, uh, your partners or anyone that you're traveling with or anyone in, in your party. But I've, I've used and been with folks that will use just little walkie-talkies and stay on a particular channel. And that way, if you're several rows over looking for a particular fender, maybe trying to find, uh, I don't know, a 57 Chevy uh, emblem and someone, when a, somebody in your party already found it 
and they're over three rows or in that whole that different section, at least you can stay in constant communication and, and work together to, to find those parts. That's so cute. It's almost like classic communication while you're looking at classic cars. It is. It's a little throwback to some of my fine memories of <laughs> the CB days. I love it. While we were RVing and you, everybody had a handle. So yeah, that's a, an old school way to, to stay in touch above and beyond texting. But of course, cell phone service here in Carlisle is, is strong and, and you won't have any issues there. When you get to the fairgrounds and you are at the, the gate, be sure to ask for a map. Everything is set up so amazingly clear. There are 8,000 tags actually stamped, or I should say, uh, tacked into the ground. Little white uh, discs that then have, think of it like an X and Y axis. You can find your position of where things are. And Carlisle Events has done a fantastic job over the years of really mapping that out. You'll want to follow that, your map, go through a logical order. It's probably good. I know. Holly's great at this as far as mapping things out, having a game plan, how we're going to attack plan, go about things. But this is a way that if you're looking for certain vintage parts and then you want to uh, make sure you you look at uh, different vendors, maybe you want to go to the car corral in, in a certain order, definitely a good idea to really think that through and map that out. Also, I know from my days uh, of, of going there, have a great meeting place. Again, it's a little bit different now with texts and, and uh, cell phones. But even if someone's battery dies or whatever might happen, we always would say at this hour at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., we'll meet up at this corner of the grandstand or in uh, under uh, a, a certain um, grandstand roof or over by a, a particular gate. And that way, it was just a good rally point. We would meet up, maybe grab lunch, whatever it is, take parts out to the truck just to give yourselves uh, a way to rally together. The other things I would keep in mind too is great help at Carlisle events. Look for the red shirts. If you need uh, help with anything, look for those those red golf shirts. Uh, if you don't see something, you're looking for something, you're uh, missing someone, uh, you, there's a vendor you've heard of and you can't quite find their space, don't, don't hesitate to ask. Uh, there's always... Uh, Vendor services and visitor services there to help you out with things. That's uh, what they do, and they do very well. Networking, too. Whether you are just a, a visitor buying parts, a vendor coming for the first time, or a seasoned ve vendor, certainly you're going to be among thousands. I mean tens of thousands of individuals. In fact, Carlisle is about a 19,000-person town, and for certain shows the population of this area can grow to swell into the 80, 90, and 100,000 people. So Holy smokes, I didn't know that. It's significant. That's probably part of the reason why people will actually reserve their hotel room for the following year or years because often people will drive as far south as Maryland and as far north as well above uh, Hershey. So it's people wow. will drive long distances just when they even get to this area just to find a hotel That's close insane. by. So reservations ahead of time are, are great. There have been a couple of new restaurants that have opened up uh, that you'll find in the area. And uh, it's always a great place to, to find a good meal after a long day of, of hiking around. But we were talking earlier about networking. Certainly bring business cards, shake hands, tell stories, get to know everyone, talk to those vendors, talk to those owners. This is a great time to build out your community of, of fellow fans and friends and 
look us up. We'll, we're going to be on the grounds each day and, and would love to meet with you as That's well. That's right. Holly, can you believe it is going to be the 42nd year for Spring Carlisle? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's pretty phenomenal that this has been going on for as long as it has. Again, thanks to Bill Miller and Lance Miller and now Bill Miller 3 involved. It is, uh, it's a tremendous uh, legacy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And especially in, in honor of the late Chip Miller, who we lost in March of 2004. But uh, he would be so proud all these years later, 14 years later, to see uh, what's happening now. With the Miller boys. Yeah, that's right. So, no, it's it's just phenomenal, and we're so fortunate to have that right here in our backyard. I think I saw something, too, about Diane Vaughn. Yes. She's retiring this yes. year, I think. Is that she right? She is. This is her last season after 36 years with Carlisle Events. She was there from the very early years with Bill Miller Jr. and Chip Miller, and truly a, a bulwark and a just a, a complete um, fixture to the whole Carlisle events family. You will probably, um, if you haven't been here before, those that have know her by face. The fact she is so familiar. She works so many different angles, the front office, registration with vendors. She has been and done most everything there is to do at Carlisle, and, and she will be sorely missed. But we know that she'll be back to visit uh, post-retirement. So if you remember Diane or you know her from coming to the shows, be sure to give her an extra special hug this year so she knows how much she'll be missed. Absolutely. And I'm hoping that I can perhaps talk her into being a guest on our show as well. Oh, that would be great. So we did say in the introductory episode, 000, we mentioned a, a term, Cuber. Now, this was a brainchild of Holly's, and I'm going to let her explain this great idea. <laughs> so we know that a lot of podcasts and different fan groups always have like a little nickname. And so we were just thinking, what could we call our fans? Um, and how could we make it cute and make it stick? And um, You did say cute, right? You realize this is I know, I'm sorry. kind of a car show guy thing, but <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a girl. Um, so we were thinking Cars of Carlisle Club makes three C's, which is like C cubed. So okay. we could cut it down to one word and call it <laughs> cubers. <laughs> I'm on board. Okay. So we're hoping that you'll become a cuber and uh, follow us and stay tuned for what's to come. Absolutely. We're on Instagram. We are going, like I said, we're on Patreon currently. Twitter. You got it. So we want to make sure that we stay connected and we're accessible. And absolutely, email us anytime. You can always reach out to us directly at carsofcarlisle at outlook.com. We will be responding to our fan email, and we want to hear from you. We're going to take care of uh, your thoughts, your ideas. This is this podcast is yours. We just happen to be the hosts of it, and we want to make sure that we support you in, in return. So until then, drive well and be well. Take care. <laughs>